Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Labor peace in this industry comes from free collective bargaining. Labor peace in this industry comes from governments staying out of the business between a union and their employers. For the last 30 years, we've had labor peace in this province. It's been almost 30 years since our union has been on strike. Head of the union out there in BC over the port, telling the government don't get involved. Uh, talks are at an impasse now with um, both sides. And this uh, union represents 7,000 port workers uh, who operate and unload one quarter of this country's exports and imports every single day. Because we're talking about a, a, a geographical area that has about 30 uh, coastal ports. So they're, uh, they're big. It's the biggest volume we get in this country of goods going in and out. And this is day five, and this is billions a day. And the longer stuff is not getting in means that companies, manufacturers, you know, parts stores, they aren't getting their stuff. So if you've got like a car, maybe you ordered a, a fob, maybe you've got some kind of luxury car, you need a part for it. If it's from Asia, you might not be getting it. So they're going to be real spill-offs if they don't get this thing settled. It, one day's bad enough, but if they don't get it settled, it's going to be very, very big problems. Let me bring in Flavio Volpe, head of the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association. Good to have you, Flavio. Thanks for having me on, Alex. All right. Thanks for, you ahead. summarized what I was going to say. Oh, You're okay. right. All right. Have a good day. Thanks. <laughs> um, look, you're kind of a... a um, you're right now at the point where you're like, don't step in, but your, yours comes yeah. with a but as the grows, the calls grow louder to get this thing moving. So what's your, what is your concern now as we're on day five of the picket lines for your, your part of the industry? So, uh, look, uh, we don't send parts out to BC uh, across the Pacific to make cars. But importantly, a lot of parts, especially electronics goods yeah. or uh, battery uh, related goods come in from Asia across the Pacific into manufacture here in, in central Canada. If those parts don't come in and the, and the car companies that are here are making cars say, well, we can't get those critical parts and they start to slow down production, then it affects, of course, Canadian parts suppliers. If they're not producing, they're not ordering and delivering our goods. I think generally, widely in automotive, you know, about uh, uh, 25% of the cars uh, that are sold in this country come through those ports. Mm -hmm. And so, so we already have a, a car shortage due to semiconductors and, and other supply chain issues. The price on cars are, are you know, all your listeners know are, are, are through the roof. Uh, anything that shortens that supply is going to raise that price. And frankly, uh, uh, there's going to be less purchases. Yeah. You know, I, I listened to the, to the union leader there, and I, and I think in principle, I think a lot of people will agree with the fact that this should be between uh, a union and its employer. But that specific uh, employment affects hundreds yeah. of thousands of workers across this country. It affects so, the entire country. And so when he said yeah. it's, it's it's not their business, well, it is our business because everyday Canadians are going to be hurt by this and supply chains could be hurt by this and, and manufacturers and all these businesses uh, that have 
crawled and, uh, you know, really had to get back on their feet after uh, some really tough years, they are going to feel it. And so what is the direction then? Is there kind of just a wait and see approach? Like when, when do you start to, to sweat? So we've already started to sweat. I think in the first couple of days of this, we said, okay, if it's a couple of days, we've all got inventory. Uh, but now we're sweating. And, uh, and I think we're, we're all calling in the industry uh, on uh, uh, these two parties to, uh, to come to a conclusion today, uh, you know, immediately, uh, and or there's a role for the government to play here. I know that the, the government is reluctant, but we can't count this in weeks. Uh, we can barely count this in days. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, look, uh, that union knew exactly uh, what it was doing by walking off. It doesn't have the luxury then of complaining that other people are upset by it. Uh, you know, they, they, they were banking on everybody being upset by it so that, uh, you know, they, they could use that leverage. Well, people are upset for a right for uh, for a very simple reason across this country is that your job action, uh, as important as it is to you, is affecting yeah. our job actions. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. It doesn't send a great message to a lot of companies that are like, well, if I can't get my stuff to Canada because, you, you know, we had trucks last year and then before that it was railroads that were blocked yeah. and now we've got this. They'll say to hell with it. I, I don't need this this aggravation because there are costs that mount up for those sending stuff because they have to pay for it. Um, and 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 frankly, I, I I think my bigger question is how did how did the government get caught so flat footed on this when it was Montreal they had back to work legislation day of. I'm not sure how they got caught so flat footed. This thing would be going on for months with the negotiations. It, it's really a good question. It's a similar one that we've been asking. Yeah, you're right. Look, this follows up Montreal last year. In Montreal, we saw it coming, yeah. just like we saw this one coming. Uh, maybe uh, they calculated that uh, with the noise that was going to happen in one or two days of stoppage, both those parties would come uh, to a conclusion. But it looks like uh, the heels are dug in. If you're going to dig in your heels, then, then, uh, then, we, need, uh, then we need action. So when, when do you change your mind and say, okay, look, collective agreements are, are the way we go, but you got to step in now. Like, is there, is there a make or break point for you? Cause, because even if we get the back to work legislation, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take probably two weeks to get this thing back. And then you got to get the place up and operating. That takes time too. So three weeks, let's say three weeks, best case scenario. That's a very long time. Well, we're saying that now we joined uh, the vehicle manufacturers uh, and uh, um, uh, the uh, the vehicle dealers yesterday mm-hmm. in calling for that, and uh, hopefully we're going to see some action uh, uh, asap. I think I, I think we all know in in very binary terms what this is costing everybody, yeah. and that the cost goes up uh, exponentially as days go along because it isn't just let me just add whatever is stuck on the port today. It's uh, what are the different decisions that are being made. Uh, we'll run it through uh, other ports down the U.S. side. We'll incur the cost of bringing those goods uh, uh, through a less efficient process. In the auto business, in the parts business, we operate with single-digit profit margins. Yeah. If you're spending a few of those on the way up, uh, you know, <laughs> the next step, uh, Alex, is just doing it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, and the world is competing to corner markets right now. Quickly, before yeah. I let you go, Flavio, what happened to Stellantis? This was the deal that it had to get done. It was like on tenor, and it's gone quiet. Is this thing gone? Have we lost this thing? Is Where does it stand? No, I think it's quiet because we've, uh, we've come to an agreement for all of the components uh, that were in question. The, the, the cells in the module uh, uh, plants for the, batter, for the battery manufacturer in Windsor, 
but also a guarantee of car production in Windsor and car production in Brampton. Uh, you know, I've been saying for a few weeks now, it's imminent announcement on this, uh, but I don't control the announcement, but I am certain uh, that we're looking at having uh, saved the whole thing. Now, we, we, we all have our eyes and ears open on what that costs, but I think, I think we know that that is, uh, you know, the math is the same as uh, Volkswagen. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. All I find is lint in my pockets, but uh, <laughs> expensive days these days. Flavio, yeah. thanks very much. Let's see what the day brings. I appreciate your time. Always a pleasure, Alex. There you go. That's Flavio Volpe, uh, head of the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association. So they're watching closely. Everyone's watching closely.